Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back to the Cajun Libertarian Live. I am your host, the Cajun Libertarian. For those of you that don't know, most of you do. Welcome back. Phenomenal night tonight with Joe Salaski, who is running for governor of Pennsylvania. The key to Pennsylvania's success. Next on the Cajun Libertarian Live. Welcome, welcome to the Cajun Libertarian Live tonight with Joe Salaski, the key to Pennsylvania's success. As you've seen it so many times on Muddy Waters Media, even the Cajun and Eskimo show from Bayou's to Igloos, Joe Salaski is the voice of the intro of Muddy Waters of Freedom on Tuesday nights. So we will be talking with him tonight about what he plans to do to make Pennsylvania better. And I am going to go out on a limb here and assume that everybody's going to know that he knows how to make Pennsylvania better because he is libertarian rooted and liberty minded. And I cannot wait to talk to him about some very specific topics. Before we get to that, let's get with our sponsors, which are growing, by the way. So. If you want to be a sponsor of the Cajun Libertarian program, reach out to me via CajunLibertarian.com or in my Facebook Messenger, which I hate so much, but I will get your ad on the show. One of the ads that I love to do is high-end bags and accessories. Fierce Luxury by Ashley. FierceLuxuryByAshley.com. She is a teammate of mine and has contributed to the Liberty Movement, contributed to the Liberty Movement like many people do not. So please visit high-end bags and accessories. Fierce Luxury by Ashley, Fierce Luxury by Ashley.com. Fierce Luxury is a high-end bag and accessories consignment store based online. They carry the hottest brands like Louis Vuitton, Chanel, Gucci, and Hermes. Consign with them for a 30% fee, 20% less than most consignment stores. Find them online right now at Fierce Luxury by Ashley by ashley.com and on facebook in their exclusive group fierce luxury by ashley so please go visit that if you like to argue here's a good one video debate video debate everybody's going to post a video every day right you can you can respond with a video you can post your own video and have people respond Video debate is brand new, and it's by a libertarian right here in my state of Mississippi. He is actually the assistant, or I'm sorry, the vice chair libertarian party here in the state. I'm just going back to my the office roots there. I was going to say assistant to the, which is also applicable because I love the office so much. Assistant to the uh, <laughs> the the chair, but no video debate. Vid debate app is designed to give users the the ability to use their God given right of free speech to post up to three minute videos on the topic of the day every day. Vid debate will post a question in the hopes to draw strong opinions from all sides of a range of topics from pop culture to politics. So please. Check out Vid Debate. Last time I checked, Vid Debate is available right now on Samsung or Android. Hopefully, within the next literally couple of days, it will be available on iOS. So please, if you have any questions about Vid Debate, contact Brian Lamar. He is the engineer for that. And he is fantastic. Vid Debate. Go check it out. Uh, another sponsor that's Decided to chime in on the Cajun Libertarian Live. Tom for 52.com. T-O-M-F-O-R-5-2.com. There's no quit in Queter. Thomas Daniel Queter for Senate. Tom for 52.com. Go to his website and smash that donate button. And let's get Tom for 
Facebook.com elected to the 52nd District of New York State Senate immediately. Help us out. Let's do this. Thank you, Thomas Daniel Queter. Laura Province, K2 Realty. Your home is your sanctuary. As a second-generation real estate agent, Laura Province knows the importance of helping her clients navigate through the home buying and or selling process. Whether you're buying your first home, a second investment property, or seeking the dream retirement residence, you will have a seamless experience with K2 Realty, licensed by the Real Estate Commission. Thank you, Laura for helping people out during this potential housing crisis moving into this next season and being a frontier for people that need to buy homes in the Louisiana, Mississippi, Texas area. Thank you, Laura Province. And we have another new sponsor of the show, Joe Gitz. Joe Gitz for mayor of East Stroudsburg. Gitzformayor.com. What East Stroudsburg needs Joel gets. I love this guy. Okay. I've had him on the show, right? He is also part of the uh, team for Joseph P. Soloski, who's going to be coming on in just a few minutes, few seconds, really, because we have a bunch of ads now. People want to hear our message and they're willing to invest in it. That's very important. Joel gets is one of those. Joel gets most important question of the day. Does he like turkey bacon? Who knows? I assume many of you probably know. But if you don't, post the question. Post the answer. Joel Gitz, most important question of the day. Gitzformayor.com. Joel Gitz for mayor of East Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania. What East Stroudsburg needs, Joel Gitz. And thank you. Every single one of you for sponsoring the show and trying to get your voice out there for liberty and individual freedom. This is so important right now. You see what's coming down the pipeline. We have a lot that we are dealing with right now. We need these voices out there and we need them out there immediately. And we need them out there very, very, very loudly. So with that being said, we will talk about Joe Soloski's run for governor right now on the Cajun Libertarian Live. Let's bring him on. What's up, Joe? Thank you so much. It's wonderful to be here. I, I appreciate the invitation. Absolutely, man. Thank you for agreeing to coming on the show. You have a lot on your plate. Um, you have a lot more important things to deal with than coming on here and talking about what's going on. But hopefully... We have uh, the, the crowd that we have now, and we can facilitate the needs of your race so that you actually, you literally can be the key to Pennsylvania's success. Uh, we cannot do that without people, and with people, we can only do that with what we're doing now. Joe Soloski, key to Pennsylvania's success. I'm sorry. I had to throw your graphic up there. I love that graphic. Uh, thanks. I. Uh... We get a lot of response to it. And just a, a little info, my campaign manager came up with that wonderful slogan, the key to the key to Pennsylvania's success. But let me just say, the key to Pennsylvania's success is personal liberty. Uh, the assuring of our personal liberties being intact and government not trampling over them. Uh, that's the key. I'm just a conduit to help make that happen. Uh, I think it's a great slogan, but I always like to point out that's the key. If we have our personal liberties intact, all the other parts of government that we loathe eh, fades away. And uh, that's what we're striving for. Oh, absolutely. And you're doing a phenomenal job over there in Pennsylvania. Okay. You guys are absolutely killing it oh. in libertarian candidates and, and just uh, spreading the libertarian message. We had a few visual uh, issues prior, but we don't have them now. You look crystal clear. Thank and you. I, yep, I'm loving it. Eskimo says she wants to pick on you, so we'll see how well that goes. <laughs> Let her do it. That'll be great. That's why we're here. That's right. 
That's fantastic. Oh, great time catching the start. Absolutely, Tim. You are going to want to watch this episode because Joe Solosky is a brilliant man from all accounts that everybody that I've talked to and everybody I've heard from. And we need to get this guy into the governorship uh, office of Pennsylvania. So first and foremost, Joe, let me ask you this. What are the what's the next step in your process? What do you need to do to get elected and what can we do to help? Well, we're constantly pushing for more visibility. You can't get enough. And this is why we this is why we declared early last December. We've been pushing this left and right. We're advertising more. We're getting on great podcasts like this. Uh, I've been attending a lot of uh, local state fairs lately. They're all going in full swing here in Pennsylvania. Uh, just meeting voters one-on-one. Uh, wherever I can do that, it's huge. I'll, I'll meet people. They haven't known me before. They take an interest. And all of a sudden, they tell me they're voting for me. And then, two, I find out some of them start donating to the campaign. You can't have enough great donations coming in. It's, it's an expensive thing running a campaign. And uh, so far, we're, we're doing well with that. I don't think anybody can run an effective campaign more frugally than a libertarian candidate. If you would like to uh, donate to my campaign, you can do so at my website. It's joesoloski.com. That's joesoloski.com. I have to do that. Shameless. <laughs> nice. Shameless plug. No, absolutely. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll make sure we get it up on the ticker here in a second. So I know it's always tough, um, or at least for me it is, right, asking for money. But when we're talking about a campaign, Mm -hmm. especially the size of the state of Pennsylvania, and if you're looking at the 2020 Mm -hmm. election, we know how important Pennsylvania is. Just don't let the memory hold take hold, right? We have just a very brief history of how important Pennsylvania is. So – JoeSoloski.com. Please go donate. I'm about to put that up on the banner now. Thank you. Thank you. You know, it's interesting. It is tough to ask for money, but I'm finding the more I the more I move forward, the easier it gets. <laughs> I'm to a point where I can ask anybody for it and it doesn't even phase me. So uh, I guess that's a normal progression of events in a Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's just what we have to do here. Is it joesoloski.com or .org? .com. Sweet. Okay. Very good. Well, you have this right there. For y'all. Perfect. Yep. I will leave perfect. that for y'all right there. So the, the we got a couple of things to get into. Um, <laughs> Eskimo, how does he like his seafood? You know, you're going to lose that battle. <laughs> Joe, do you like your uh, do you like your seafood season, or do you want it raw right out of the river on an open fire, but no seasoning? Oh, I'm probably going to go a little seasoning for myself. Absolutely, mm-hmm. a little pizzazz, a little pizzazz. Absolutely, thank mm-hmm. you, Steve South. Absolutely fantastic. Thank you. www. He likes his seafood prepared right, and that's enough. To vote for him, <laughs> we'll get we'll get into a few other topics here real quick um, as to why people should follow you, why we should vote for you in Pennsylvania. I haven't, I, I haven't. You remember the Donald Rainwater campaign last year? Oh, very much so. That was, that was an exciting campaign, right? And you see how much noise he made in national media. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I I certainly did. Absolutely. We were following that closely, and I think we all learned a lot from this campaign. Well, I think that you are going to make just as much, if not more, noise on this election cycle. And that's very important because people don't understand. I know that I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said it that way. There's a lot of people that aren't libertarians Mm -hmm. that don't understand how much noise Donald Rainwater, Rainwater made. Mm-hmm. And the position that you're in right now has mm-hmm. the uh, potential impact to make twice as much because of the state that you're in and because of the things that you're running on. So one of the things that we need is obviously money, joesoloski.com. Mm-hmm. Another mm-hmm. thing is people. When do you need us 
to start going out and door knocking? And what do you need as far as ballot access goes? We need, we, we will need that immediately, but especially this coming spring, that's when we're all going to be going out, getting our uh, ballot petition signatures. We're going to need 5,000 just, just to get me on the ballot. And uh, that won't be too bad. We've done it before. We'll do it again. Every time the uh, parties of the duopoly throw numbers out there that we have to achieve, they're always higher than their own. You know, it's never right. really particularly fair. And yet we beat them at their own game. Uh, great example, 2020, uh, we had to go to court just to get the Department of State to answer us and say, we need signatures this year. I mean, we're in a pandemic. It's kind of tough to go door to door with a clipboard and a pen. And uh, I think it was the state of Illinois, it may have been Indiana, but they had the same situation. And their courts basically said, no, you, you don't have to just tell us who you want to have run. We'll put them on the ballot. And I'm thinking the same thing's going to happen here, right? Oh, no, no, no. They come back to us with barely a little more than a month to go in our deadline. And they finally answered us and said, you've got to go get all your signatures. And we ended up turning in more than twice the number needed to get President Joe Jorgensen on the, uh, on the ballot. So uh, we're going to do this year after year. We've been doing it. We've got great leadership here in the party. We're, uh, I, th I think you alluded to it earlier where we're achieving some good things and we already have an additional at least 135 candidates running just this off year alone. And the vast lion's share of those candidates will be elected. Now, we've already got more uh, elected libertarians in the state of Pennsylvania right. than any other state in the nation. There's not even a close second. This is yeah. just to keep just pushing this forward. We've got very effective leadership uh, trumpeting this charge. Yeah, that leadership, I would assume you're referring to um, Steve Sheets and, and Jennifer. Jennifer Moore, absolutely. Yeah. Jennifer Moore, Steve Sheets, they have been working hard on this the last couple of years. And uh, results matter and results we've gotten. So that, that's actually a great uh, segue into one of my questions that I wanted to ask you about. Mm -hmm. In regards to, uh, you know, the people like Steve Sheets and and uh, Liz Terwilliger, who I just yeah. had on, who I'm going to the mm -hmm. event, and Joel Gitz, who's running for mayor. Mm -hmm. What what can you do with your top ticket to help out the down ballot oh. through this process? There's several things we can be doing. Any any of these candidates, I hope to have the opportunity to be campaigning with them, to be able to put up put a magnifying glass on them, on their campaign. Uh, I need to be asking for donations for their campaigns. You, you mentioned Joel, you mentioned uh, Steve and Liz. I've personally contributed to all of them and I know they're getting many more. Uh, we need to keep pushing that, but getting volunteers, absolutely. And as time goes on, you'll see personal candidate endorsements from me for these great people. But it'll ramp up next year, especially as we hit mid-March. Uh, we'll be out there getting those petition signatures, and a lot of the campaign events will be starting to heat up dramatically. You'll see us out there, and I'll, I'll be trumpeting all of these people. Yeah, I, I, I can imagine that you're going to be the loudest voice out there for them. I sure Let hope so. You, yeah, <laughs> you will be. I have no doubt. <laughs> Let me ask you a question that just popped into my mind in regards to uh, – ballot access don't you guys in pennsylvania have rcv i beg your pardon i'm sorry don't y'all have ranked choice voting in pennsylvania oh no we don't i would love to see I us have ranked choice voting I, I i've been a proponent of ranked choice voting um if i'm not mistaken maine implemented that about a year ago i don't know about any other states but wow what an incredible improvement that would be in electing candidates to office and it's something that uh, myself as governor in a Soloski administration, you'll be seeing us pushing not just for term limits for our state legislators, right. definitely implementing ranked choice voting. If we can get that through, it's probably going to take a constitutional amendment to do it, but uh, be a great right. improvement to our, our voting process. Uh, that constitutional amendment, I don't want to get off on this because, it, again, this is not something I was thinking about beforehand, but. Well, there was a lot of controversy around Pennsylvania in the uh, 2020 election about how the state legislature <laughs> decided to change or 
you know, the the admin, I think it was the state legislator. They they decided to change voting electoral laws. I, I don't know. Yeah, that, it was it was a bit of a mess depending on where you looked and who you listened to. That's exactly right. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna uh, thank God I'm not the only one because I'm like here and I'm like everything seems like a mess. Depends on who you're looking to. So um, I know that there's a lot of states around the country that are trying to reinstitute <laughs> mass mandates. A lot of governors that want to reinstitute mass mandates. What's your position on that? Um, absolutely not. Uh, you'll never see me implement a mask mandate. I have respect for anybody who wants to wear a mask. Uh, I've said it's a personal choice. If you want to wear a, wear a mask, please do. And if you don't want to wear one, don't. Uh, I think it's primarily up to individual businesses. Uh, you know, I, I always point this out. Uh, if, if I want to do business with your particular store or whatever, you know, whatever line of work you're in and you have a mask mandate, hey, if I want to do business there and come into your, I, I better get that mask on. But in, in the same regard, let's say there's uh, two men's clothing stores on the same street. One has a mask mandate and one doesn't. Guess what? I've got a choice depending upon my personal feelings on the matter, my politics on the matter. It's probably going to steer me to one or the other. But again, that's that's voting with your wallet. Um, and it, it has to be a personal thing. And an individual business has every right to implement its own policies. Yeah, absolutely. And, and what we don't want to see is exactly what you just said. We don't want um, government institutions mandating no. people right. to do things that they don't feel comfortable doing, mm -hmm. you know, especially w <laughs> what we wear on a day-to-day -day basis. Exactly. And, uh, I, I assume that that would be your response, but I want people that may not be libertarian to hear your intelligent response to that. And so I'll follow up with the mass mandate with the uh, absolute, I'll give you my own little biases here because it is what it is. I've talked about it on my solo shows, the right. ridiculous freaking school mass mandates, oh. putting children in mass when this is my per. this is nothing to do with Joe. This <laughs> is me with children. There's no necessity, even if there is an efficacy of mask wearing, uh, at all if there is mm -hmm. children should not have to do that so how do we deal with with the parents that want school mass mandates well you know you got a couple of things going on here um first of all let's just go with the school districts just like a business individual school districts their their school boards can make that policy and you're going to have a lot of people in every community that are for it and a lot that are going to be against it and it's up to those people um, at the voting booth whether they keep that that particular complexion of directors on their board. Uh, but it's not it's not my position as governor to say all school districts must do this or not do that. That's me. I, that would be me stepping on the toes of local elected officials brought into office by their own constituents. I will not do that. Um, now, when it comes to parental rights. Um, if, a, if a parent says, you know what, I'm sending all my kids to school and I'm telling them all to wear masks. Those parents have that right. Uh, I can't stop them. And likewise, as I said, if a parent says, hey, little Johnny, little Susie, uh, you don't need to wear that mask. They, that, that's their call. Um, but what's going to happen is where you have a school board uh, preempt that with their policy. Uh, now, now you either have to or you don't. Uh, I think it's always best if they leave it optional. I truly do. And uh, it's it's one of these issues. It isn't just a matter of one's perception of public health. It is a polarizing issue. It's tearing us apart. Uh, we watched it last year badly uh, happen in, in Pennsylvania. The, the, the economic shutdowns here, the businesses that went under unnecessarily due to Governor Wolf's uh, edicts, his mandates uh, that were unconstitutional, uh, did great damage. And I, I don't want to see that at a school level or any level. I personally think it ought to be optional. But where where a business can, can make that decision, that's their call. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You have a uh, 
a pretty ridiculously uh, tyrannical governor up there right now. <laughs> don't um, we, though? I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> I, know, I don't know how much you're allowed to speak on him, but um, yeah, I real, I'm not a fan of what you... I would be a fan of you anyway, just because we, you know, we've talked through Messenger and all that, but wow. He, Governor Wolf, um, I have been critical uh, often in the past year, but I try to temper that. I, I decided I'm going to go after a party primarily and, and their ideas but when it came down to uh, Governor Wolf, that that was specifically on him, and it was I felt fair game to level some of those very specific criticisms on him and his policies. Uh, I, I try not to overdo that. I think that gets ugly. But uh, where it's appropriate, yeah, you'll see me call him out. I love it. <laughs> you're not gonna get any backlash from me on it I, uh, the only thing i would say is you know don't listen to me too much because i want you to make sure you get into office but uh I, I i love the backlash i think that wolf is absolutely ridiculous mm -hmm. i think he um he needs to go i'll leave it at that right there well he needs he's he's termed out he can't run again thank heavens and oh, um when I see how people are disenchanted with, with his policies and both sides of the duopoly disenchanted with just how the election seemed to be uh, negotiated last year. It, it, it was, you know, seeing Trump Biden was like Trump Clinton too. It, it was not a good time. And I think people are just fed up. They're getting disgusted. Timing is on our side. I, I think we have the opportunity for a very historic moment, this uh, election of 2022. Absolutely. I think you will finally see, not just me being the first elected governor in, in the state of Pennsylvania and in the nation, but we have many other great libertarians running for governorships. And I will not be surprised if we see multiple elected in 2022. I am so glad to hear you say that because I've been telling everybody that. You I got have this, it. Uh, yep. I, I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm a real advocate for intuition and the eyesight, the ear, the ear test, the eye test, the, the mental test. I think that we're going to have a wave of libertarians being voted into office in 2022. Mm -hmm. I think it's you. I think it's Natalie. I think it's rainwater. I think it's a vast majority of city council and um, county members, uh, boroughs, if you live in that area, parishes, if you live in Louisiana. I think we're going to see that happen. But what we have to do collectively is continue to put I'm 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 preaching now. I'm sorry. No, but sure, we have sure. to push out people like Joe Soloski and get the voice out there. We have right. to push the messaging. Follow Joe Soloski's socials. They're yeah. ramped up. They're ready yeah. to go. Push it out there. Let's get this and going. And we have to do it for everyone. You mentioned yeah, well, Ricky Harrington in Arkansas, Natalie Bruno in Oklahoma, and so many others. And we got to keep that pressure up because people are starting to notice more and more. The more we get the name out for each of us, the more we get the message out, uh, we're, we're going to catch some fire. And I personally cannot wait to get on the debate stage. I'm going to have a lot of fun with uh, pointing out the huge differences between libertarian policies, my policies, and the other candidates, especially the, the Republicans and Democrats. I gotta add that's funny. I gotta ask you a really honest question. Do you think that he's even gonna show up? Right? Cuomo didn't even show up to the debate with Larry Sharp. Oh do you think Wolf is gonna show up to the debate with you? He he would have no reason to just because he's termed out. Um if he was uh, running again, um, I don't think he'd really have a lot of choice. But yes, you they could always pull a Cuomo, a, an arrogant thing like that. And it hasn't gone well for Cuomo lately, no, has it? No. no. Uh, you got to keep, got to keep your nose clean. And, um, I just think, I, I think we, we've got a few other candidates that have declared nobody's making any, any noise yet. That's why I'm trying to grab as much as I can early, but I don't care who they end up nominating, uh, next year. Uh, I'm going to be able to take them all on and, and enjoy the process. Absolutely. So you'll be on the debate stage with the Republican and the Democrat. I absolutely feel I will, because luckily the debates here in Pennsylvania 
are usually moderated and sponsored independently. And those organizations want to get all candidates on stage. Unlike the, the corrupt commission on presidential debates, it's only run by Republicans and Democrats. That's excellent news because mm -hmm. I have no doubt you will absolutely crush the other two. doesn't matter who they roll. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, I bet you are. <laughs> I'd be looking forward to it too. I don't want ever want to run for office, so hats off to you. For real. I am certainly happy to sit in my seat right here in my freaking kitchen and promote you to no end at, at all costs. No end. I, I, I don't want to do it. I I like the debate stage. Don't get me wrong. I like that. But I have no freaking question at all that you are going to crush that meeting joe at the pa convention made the trip worth it he's the real deal and worthy of your donations thank you elizabeth huge liberty activist right there joe soloski will crush it in the debates yes kareem we know for sure you got you got so much support joe it's incredible i mean uh, really at this point what what we need is to get the money together to get your message as Absolutely. nationwide as possible. Yeah. We know Absolutely. we're going to infiltrate Pennsylvania. We have been infiltrating Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania mm -hmm. is ripe with libertarianism. It's a very purple state. We are mm -hmm. there to crush it. We need mm -hmm. you a household name around the country. Sorry, I'm ranting. I love it. I love it. Keep going. You're doing a great job. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I just it's very it's very important that we get people like you out there, get your voice and your message out as far and wide as we possibly can. I know a lot of people may think that this is just Pennsylvania related, but we have watched over the last two years now, knowing that governors of specific states is not state related. We are watching their reach go far and wide. I I I personally predict. Uh, that will get some assistance even from national media because as we build ahead of steam, that gets us to that wonderful spot where they really can't ignore us anymore. And once they're not ignoring us, now the name's out there even more on a bigger stage and platform, bigger megaphone, and the, the train just keeps chugging along. The momentum keeps building. I think we're really going to surprise them as we close in on that election day. When exactly is that? I know it's November 2022, right? Yeah, November 8th, 2022. Uh, I'm looking forward to waking up the following morning and celebrating a little. And I would love it if I could have a little gloat fest. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> I can imagine that would be very uh, celebratory for you, for Absolutely. all of us, really. That, look, let's be honest. That would be celebratory for the entire nation. It this would be. We need. Would be. We're 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 going to catch them and surprise them, and and in the long run, once we're elected, they're going to love it. They're going to see great changes. I have a lot of plans for my four years, and I'm already assembling a team behind me, people I'm confident in, and it's. I don't think it's going to be tough. I I like to steal a quote from Kerry Johnson, former governor of New Mexico. Uh, Good government is not difficult. You know, if, if you focus on what it should be doing, you know, cutting costs dramatically. You know, I'm the only candidate who is making it a a keystone of his campaign to slash government spending. Uh, our, our our budget in the state has doubled in 19 years from about 20. And, and by that, I mean the, the operating budget, the section that they focus on every year, 20 billion. And they just passed 40.8 uh, in just wow. 10 years. And that was done with the Democrat Republican usual consortium. They, they brought that heavy spending, heavy taxation to us. I'm the only one talking about slashing. it. And my goal, one of my campaign goals has been, I will make sure that our budget is slashed a minimum of 5% a year. And that doesn't sound like a lot, but it's a starting point. Will we, will we be shooting for more? You bet. But again, I'm the only person talking about it. Uh, once we can slash that spending, we'll be able to slash related taxation. Uh, we, we've got taxes coming out of our ears here in Pennsylvania. And Governor Wolf's always talking about increasing. I, mean, I, don't, I don't think he's ever seen a tax he didn't like. Um, and 
I, I'm trying to see where we can get rid of them. Uh, one of my pets uh, to, to target is the Pennsylvania inheritance tax. Uh, I'm a CPA by background. Okay. Oh, wow. uh, I, I ran my own practice for over 30 years. I, I own the tax laws and I've always been amazed. You know, they, they tax you all your life, you know, with income taxation and they tax you when you buy with sales taxation and they tax you when you drive your car with gasoline taxes, second highest in the nation, by the way. Um, and then if that isn't enough, let's rub a little more salt in the wound. When you die, it gives rise to another Pennsylvania taxable event. They're going to get you one more time. I just find that to be immoral. Uh, and that, that inheritance tax has to go. And so many of them can, if you just cut the spending. Again, we have seen this budget double and the money's rolling in. The money is rolling in. We don't have a revenue problem here in Pennsylvania. We've got a spending problem. And if we could start to nip, and I don't mean nip, I'm talking cut slash chop the budget. We do that. It's going to be relatively easy to start slashing taxes, and it only makes sense that we would. And just starting with that, you're going to see remarkable change and reform in in the four years of a Solosky administration. Absolutely, one hundred percent. I keep saying this. I keep preaching it. I'm. I'm. I'm, So I I do get out of outside of the echo chamber, right? And I, I talk to Democrats. I talk to Republicans. Cool. The, I'm a re, I'm a reference Democrats right now because that's just kind of the world I like to live in mm-hmm. because I grew up conservative. So I want to go go dive off in the Democrat world. And what I hear a lot of the times from them is that schools are underfunded, government's mm-hmm. underfunded, this is underfunded, that's underfunded. What I keep telling them, I said, no, 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 you're not underfunded. You don't allocate your resources properly. Yes, That's the problem. exactly. So oh, how I do can... we get that? How do we get that across to the Democrats in your state? Oh. And how do we convince the Republicans that they're not better at spending money? Oh, they're not. They're not. It just depends on who happens to be in power at any given moment. They're all they, they all increase spending in this state like there's no tomorrow. On top of that, the legislature here that's doing it. A lot of people don't know this. Pennsylvania has the highest paid legislature in the country. No. Wow. Yes. Are you, you can be elected the first year as a state representative and you're making more than 90 grand a year, 90 grand. Nice. If you're, yes, you get to uh, leadership level, you're up around a hundred and a half. And uh, our governor, oh my, hmm. we used to be the most, the highest paid, but we're now third, only California and New York surpass us, but our current governor Wolf makes uh, one hundred no in excess of one hundred and ninety thousand dollars a year. Um, wow! We are not getting our money's worth from either branch of government. So what I'll be doing first day, I will be announcing that I am slashing my pay by more than sixty two percent. It's about a one hundred twenty five thousand dollar cut. The idea is I want to see Pennsylvania governor be the lowest paid governor in the nation. Right now, that's Maine. It's $70,000. So I'm going to make sure I'm at 70 or just a few dollars below it. And uh, that way, I'm leading from the top. I'm leading by example. Um, I can then go to the state legislature. Say, okay, guys, it's budget time. You know, I just got here, but hey, 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 we got to pass a budget in five months for the upcoming fiscal year. And I'm expecting cuts in every department, minimum 5%. We'll be reaching for more. And a beautiful point is going to be when I look at the legislators themselves and say, hey, hey, guys, it's your turn now. I took a big cut. You need to do it now. And I want to see them not only cut their pay, I want to see them eventually be turned into a part time legislature. And if we could do those things, we can get a lot more money funneled back into the budget to cut taxes, to make sure that we're not only cutting spending, but we're still providing the important services that people in this this Commonwealth need. What we're going to be doing is cutting the fat. And there's a heck of a lot of it that's accumulated over the last 19 years. 
Yeah, yeah, we we all have that, but you have a much much bigger, larger state than anything I'm used to and, and ready to deal with. I also heard that one of the things. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, okay? Because I'm I'm trying to keep up with all the information that's coming in every day. Okay, but don't you guys have a mileage tax that they're trying to institute? Uh, yes, uh, this is another. You talked about a moment ago about poorly allocating resources. That's right. We have had a uh, gasoline tax. And up until just a couple of years ago, it was the highest gasoline tax in the nation. Uh, they made a very, very minor cut to bring it below. I'm not positive. It's one of the Midwestern states. I think it might be Iowa. But there's one state now that's higher than us. And so we've got the second highest gas tax in the nation. And all of a sudden, they're saying, you know what we need to do? We need to get rid of the gas tax. Yeah, right. Like they'll ever do that. <laughs> and and, in, and it's in its place, which they, they won't they won't get rid of it. In its place, we're going to put in a mileage tax. And I know some other states that do this. Once a year, you own a vehicle, you get taxed based upon the mileage you're driving. It. And, you know, on the surface, to a lot of people, that doesn't sound like a bad idea because they're saying, well, isn't that like a user tax, Joe? That's a good thing. And I'm saying, you know, you got a point. But, but here's what I point out to them. You, you don't have an option. You know, we've got two highways. Let me use this as an example. We've got two highways that traverse Pennsylvania east-west. In the southern part of the state, we have the Pennsylvania Turnpike. And in the northern part of the state, we have Interstate 80. Interstate 80 is not tolled. It's free. You know, we've paid for that highway with our tax dollars. And, you know, both highways are very, very busy. But the, to the south, the Pennsylvania Turnpike is the highest cost, the, 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 the most expensive highway in the world. Uh, their tolls go up every single year. They've been climbing I don't want to say at an exponential rate, but boy, it feels like it. I avoid the turnpike like the plague. Uh, it 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 is too expensive to use, and it's not the it's not a bad road, but you know it it isn't worth what they're charging you. So what do you have there? If you don't want to drive the turnpike, you can take some other route, and if you want to traverse the state, if you're a trucker, I eighty is a great great alternative. Hmm. So now, if you're going to say okay. We're going to get rid of this tax, this gas tax, and put in the mileage tax. You don't have a choice. You, you have no way of avoiding that tax. If you want to own a vehicle and run the vehicle, you're going to have to pay it. And the problem here is it's so disingenuous. Right. The, ga the gas taxes here in Pennsylvania are supposed to go toward highway maintenance. That was the original idea. But over the years, the state legislature has allowed that corruption to sleep, seep, seep in everywhere. And they take money from those funds and use it elsewhere in the state for the budget. So now what's happened? You've seen car mileage uh, numbers go up, you know, mile per gallon. You are now seeing alternative fuels. You're seeing electric cars to some minor degree. And all of a sudden their revenues are going down. Oh my, I feel so bad for the state. And they decide, oh, well, let's get rid of this and replace it with something better. No, it's just a higher tax. They're just going to try to take in more money than ever. It's that disingenuous. Um, I've never liked a mileage tax on a vehicle. So uh, what they need to do is what they always fail to do. Where can we cut spending? If they would look at that, they never consider it, it seems. If they would look at that, they could find all the money they want but instead, they won't stop spending, and they're just trying to find more taxes. Um, so I, I will oppose that completely while we're cutting cutting uh, spending and cutting taxation. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine that was going to be your response. But I love the fact that you fleshed that out from detail to detail. Absolutely. That's really what I was wanting to extrapolate from that uh that one question is because I, I personally don't know a lot about it, but I, I had a good idea. Right. And mm -hmm. I, I really wanted you to just kind of fill that void for mm -hmm. everyone that's in my position where Absolutely. we obviously know it's bad. We obviously know we don't want it, 
but why? And here are some resolutions for that. And you laid that out perfectly. That's fantastic. Thank um, you. Sure. Yeah, you're very welcome. I, I, I've heard about it several times and I'm like, obviously that's a terrible idea, but I don't know the details of, mm -hmm. of what's going on over there. Right. Sure. So what you just, you, you articulated just supremely was freaking great. Um, I welcome. got, I got somebody in the comments. I already know the, the answer to this question, but we'll ask it. We are, um, we're about out of time, but, um, vaccine passports and mandates go. No, no, yeah. it'll never happen in the Sawaski administration. I refuse to mandate that people have a vaccine card as a passport. I refuse to mandate that people must get vaccinated. I'm not against vaccines. I think vaccines are great. Um, I got the J&J &J myself several months ago, but that doesn't mean everybody should have to, you know? Uh, and now I'm seeing uh, the current Biden administration is pushing booster shots, okay? And seeing that those are going to, are going to have to be uh, offered. And I realized at that moment, well, booster shot every year. Now it's like flu shot, isn't it? Well, guess what? Exactly. I've had the flu shot twice in my life. Uh, once was just last year. It's an optional thing. Nobody should have to go out and get the flu shot every year. Well, you shouldn't have to get a, a, a COVID booster either if you don't want to. Um, so, no, that will never happen in the Solosky administration. If you want vaccinated, please go get it. I, I admire you. I respect your choice. But it's your choice. That will never happen here, and there will never be a passport. That's the perfect and only answer. Absolutely. <laughs> it's the only answer. It's the only answer. Well, um, anything else, anything else is trampling on people's liberties. Yep. You know, that is not what we're trying to accomplish here. And if people say, well, wait a minute, you're trampling on mine. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. If, if you feel I'm a risk to you, then you take your own precautions to protect yourself. That's right. Um, for example, not everybody wants to carry a gun. I have a concealed carry permit. And I carry a weapon. Not everybody has to, but it's my call. It's my choice. And if somebody says, well, I don't want to have a gun. Well, good. Don't. That's that's your call. And it's exactly the same thing with a vaccine. I would love to get into the concealed carry uh, questionnaire of Pennsylvania, oh. but we do not have time for that. Let me, <laughs> okay, well, real quick, real quick, real quick. Okay. We got about, we, we're. Go for uh, it. What are the requirements to get a concealed carry permit in Pennsylvania? Well, first of all, you can't be a felon, okay? And you have to go to the local sheriff's office. Uh, I think it's a $20 fee, last I looked, to get your five-year permit. Um, by the way, uh, the Soloski administration wants to see Pennsylvania go the way of Texas, where we are a constitutional carry state. I think it was Texas, uh, where... We no longer need to have. I don't think we need to have a permit for concealed carry. I think you should be allowed to open carry. Uh, it's your right. You shouldn't have to pay for it. And you shouldn't be fined if you don't follow their rules. Uh, but to, right now, for me to get a concealed carry permit, I go in, I identify myself, fill out a form, show them my license, pay a quick fee. They do a background check right there on site. You leave with your card. You're now good for five years. Um, it's not a bad system uh, from an efficiency viewpoint, you know, but bottom line is I think it's an unnecessary system, much like our whole professional licensing problem in the state. The state has a bad habit of buying your right to work and then selling it back to you here. And I think that would be better, better handled by profession, individual respective professional organizations, not the state. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, um, yeah. Texas just passed constitutional care to my uh, to my knowledge. I think it's literally been maybe three months old. Um, yeah. I know that in my state, you can conceal carry without a permit. Uh, Good. Good. The reason why we have rep uh, rep rep. Oh, my God. I'm, reciprocity laws. Okay. Is for when we travel out of state, right? So that mm -hmm. other states can recognize sure. our concealed carry permit mm -hmm. without having to get a, a permit in their state. 
And so, yeah, Stephen Andrew Witt says great answer talking about you, Joe. That, yeah, phenomenal answer. You're welcome. And, and, You're welcome. You, when we get – here's the thing, though, y'all. When we get states like Pennsylvania with governors like Joe Solosky in – People are paying attention. Nobody cares about Mississippi or Louisiana, right? People care about Pennsylvania. So we get people like Joe Solosky in, they're going to pay attention. That's very important. So as we wrap this up, what are the last few things that you want to address as to how we can get you elected as governor of the great state of Pennsylvania? Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, this has been a wonderful interview. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, my website's joesoloski.com, and I, I ask you, uh, please, take a look at it. I'm listing all the issues I'm currently running on. I'll occasionally be updating and tweaking, but um, they're all there. You can see what I'm all about. I promise you I'm never going to pander for your vote. You're going to know who I am, what I stand for. And uh, if, if you believe in me, I would love to have your vote. And leading up to that, I would love to have your dollar. Uh, if you could kick a few bucks my way, you can donate at joesoloski.com. I'll, I'll take 10 bucks. I'll take 10,000. I'm, I'm, I'm really easy to get along with in that regard. So uh, log on. While you're there, if you have any specific questions for me, go ahead. Drop me an email. Uh, I will get back to you personally. If for any reason I can't immediately, one of the people on my staff will, but I ultimately will too. And I will. Thank you. Hmm. Yeah, five bucks is five bucks. Here's the thing. On, on, on a mid-level, high-level, low-level, whatever show you consider this, uh, there's going to be a, a couple of thousand people that see this. If a thousand people see it and they donate five bucks, mm -hmm. do the math. And I, I got to say, I was, I was kidding a little bit there. 10,000, I don't think I can accept. <laughs> I, th I think the limit's are about 2,400. But uh... yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There yeah, you have your you, you have your uh, monetary limits on what you can accept donation wise. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, no, but, but we get we get the underlying context there, and, and it's soup. But it is important that because every dollar that you get in donation campaign is a dollar that we can spend on a sign. It's a dollar that we can pay uh, someone to go knock doors. It's a dollar that we can help get uh, the down ballot elected people absolutely that, you know yes yes you know uh we we need to get the bucks in and we need to keep getting the names out so that we can get people like joel gets for mayor of east stroudsburg elected by the way i i know the answer to the question but i'm going to leave it to our studio audience <laughs> joel gets for mayor yeah he just decided <laughs> there he is right there right in front there's of the man the <laughs> he is something idea. else he is oh, cool. He is smart. Guy. He's got flair. I'm just thinking, yeah. though, right? Like, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to wrap this up here, Joe. I'm sorry. It's uh, great. If, I love if, it. if, if we could get you elected to governor, but not just that, if we got Joel gets elected to mayor of East Stroudsburg, mm -hmm. if we got Liz Terwilliger elected to the 12th yes. district of Pennsylvania for Congress, if we mm -hmm. got all of the people, you're going to have a hundred plus candidates running this year. Just this Just year. Just this year. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Think about the and effect that could that could have nationwide. Sorry. Go ahead. Absolutely. It is a, a ball that's rolling. It's ahead of steam. Uh, the cat's out of the bag, and they can't stop us. Uh, you know, nope. we're we're gonna have fun election night. We're gonna have a blast. Yeah. Just watching. We'll have a lot to uh, lots to celebrate. Yeah, we are for sure. <laughs> Man, Mr. Joe Solosky, thank you. Governor Joe Solosky here very soon. Thank, <laughs> thank you so much. Yes, PA is on fire. Absolutely. You are awesome, Joe. Thank you for sponsoring Muddy Waters Media. Now that I got the chance Absolutely. to tell you personally, because I run your ad all the time, you know, and uh, I'm going to continue to do so. And we need you out there as much exposure as humanly possible. Thank you for coming on the show. Any last words before we get off of here? Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure to be here and it's been an honor. Thank you for having me. And with a little luck, I'll, I'll get an invitation again. Ha, no, it's already, it's gear. It's in the, it's in the works. Uh, Joe. It's Thank, in you. The works. Thank, you. Thank you so much. You are incredible. And I cannot wait to talk to you again very soon. Joe Solosky for governor of Pennsylvania. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks Joe. 
Incredible interview. Absolutely amazing. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Go to joesoloski.com. Smash the donate button. Subscribe to the website. Uh, look at what he's going to do throughout the next few months that are going to revolutionize the way we run campaigns and the way we get libertarians in office, not from the top ticket, but from, from the top all the way down to the down ballot. This is very important. What Pennsylvania is doing and what Joe, Joe Solosky is about to set a standard. Joe Solosky, Donald Rainwater, Natalie Brown, we're setting precedents in America right now with putting liberty first in spite of the propaganda, in spite of the duopoly absolutely trying to bury us. It's not going to happen. We have people like Joe Solosky leading the front who's clearly organized and very intelligent and is absolutely the right man for the job. So please go to joesolosky.com. Let's get PA leading the front. We, PA has been leading the front. They've been leading the front. But now is the time to put the foot on the gas right now, right now, foot to gas. And let's allow PA to lead the country in libertarianism. We already know they, they are, but if we can get them nationally recognized, which the media really wants to suppress. Why? Because they, they, they hate the idea of dismantling regulation and, and deregulating money that the government doesn't need. We, we need to spend our money correctly. They don't need more money, right? We need people like Joe pushing that message out there. He's the man for the job. Thank y'all very, very, very much for tuning in. Get, get Joe Solosky merch. Oh, I'm sorry, Christine. Get Joseph Solosky merch at ProudLibertarian.com. Thank you, Christine. Put liberty first. Liberty will win. Cajun Libertarian, awesome job. Thank you, Kareem. Um, it's very, you know, it's 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 easy for me when you have a phenomenal guest like Joe Solosky. It's just incredible. Yes, awesome passion for sure. Awesome. Very, very, very much. Thank you so much. Okay. We are absolutely wrapping up here as soon as I get to the other stuff. Again, I need a producer. I am uh, clicking too much. I'm reading too much, but I love it. I love it. I joke about the producer part, to be honest with you. I love everything I do right here. I just don't want you guys to get bored at me clicking through comments and finding the right graphics and all of that stuff. I, I love this, and the reason being is because I get to talk to people like Joe Solosky who is going to revolutionize the way we run and change the face of government in Pennsylvania. It's Pennsylvania. We all know, as of right now, statistically speaking, they're the number one state as far as libertarianism, libertarianism is concerned. And they're going to trailblaze. I say that word all the time because it is important. It's important to me. I hope that it's important to everybody else. We are trailblazing, people. We're trailblazing. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. JoeSoloski.com. Other than that, we are out of time. Uh, right at an hour. Maybe my best job yet on, <laughs> on the hour. That's, just, that's really just Joe because I will run my mouth to no end. It is ridiculous. I really need to shut up and listen. That's why God gave me two ears and one mouth so I could listen twice as much as I speak. I love every one of you very much. Friday night, Cajun and Eskimo show from Bayou's to Igloos or Muddy Waters Media. Tomorrow night, you will have Matt Wright in the writer's block. And I actually don't know if Eskimo is going to have a, a personal show tomorrow night, but you can catch uh, the writer's block tomorrow night on Muddy Waters Media, and then the Cajun and Eskimo show from Bayous to Igloos. I love every single one of y'all. Let's get passionate. Let's get fired up. I'm out.